Hello everybody and welcome to Brumvagun, your weekly dose of bicycle, bicycle people, bicycle stories, bicycle interviews, bicycle... I'm so stressed guys, I have to be completely sincere with you, today it's a mess of a day. Everything started pretty good, I got my ride with Listen Ride, the coffee spin this morning and it looks like everything was going downhill, but I forgot that I don't know how to go downhill. That's why I arrived here in the office and it was a mess. It looks like the world, the world was falling apart and I need to save it. And I saved it. This made also my day pretty complicated because saving the world is not that easy. And yes, I made a mess. I was in delay for the interview that I was preparing. I let my guests wait for half an hour and always during the interview I was messing around. I think that I missed a lot of stuff. So you will hear a lot of uh, editing and uh, myself speaking on top of the track today and I'm so sorry for that. It's a stressful period but everything is good. No worries. First of all, I have to say thank you to all of you that are continuing listening to my podcast. It's a great adventure. It's going to finish in a couple of months, but I'm pretty excited. And yeah, it's great. It looks like it's taking a way that is pretty clear, but we're going to see in the future. And thanks because I'm receiving a lot of feedback to my email. Hello at calamaro.cc my email and then there is also my social media instagram.com slash calamaro cc twitter.com slash read calamaro facebook.com slash calamaro cc put a like over there and continue sending me your feedback on this channel and don't forget that if you want some stickers just give me over your physical address and i'm gonna send it to you and i have to say thank you to my sponsors wahoo and isador always together with me on this travel i wanted to say something else yes don't forget to go to the itunes store the apple podcast application look for Brumvagoon and hit the subscribe button and send a link of the episode that you like the most to your best friend to your girlfriend to your boyfriend to your grandma to whoever and share the voice of my podcast around it's going to be a lot of fun when we are going to be all together talking about bicycle. You can also use Spreaker for the same reason. Spreaker.com slash listen calamaro. Share it and it's going to be super, super fine for all of us. I was mentioning it before. I made my guests wait for half an hour before the interview. I wanted to interview somebody on the gravel scene. So I started with my research and I got in contact with the organizer of the best gravel events in Europe. I'm talking about Granduro, I'm talking about Dirty River, I'm talking about the Distance and Sun Blaster. Different concepts, different formats, all in the same scene. The gravel scene. I was late, we ran the interview super fast because of my fault, I didn't want him to be, let's say, too late on the preparation of this vacation, he was going on vacation straight away after my interview, or maybe the day after, anyways, he needed to do his preparation, so maybe I'm gonna make some mistake, you're gonna listen to myself, not being so precise and everything, I'm so sorry for that, but he was great, the vibes over there were great, I really would love right now to start a gravel adventure and you will understand why right now okay and today i am here it looks like in the last period it was a trend in my podcast talking about gravel rides and dirty roads events and everything that's why i have here a pretty pretty expert on the topic i'm here with 
Paul Arrington. Hopefully I spell your name correct. <laughs> that is correct. That is great. One of the organizers of the most important rides gravel-wise in Europe, I would say. Hi, Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. No, sorry. I'm. We are talking with a British guy. So, Paul. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'm super happy to be here with you talking, even though I was telling him before of records, it was a really stressful, stressful day for me and for my side project and for my daily work. But I'm so sorry, I'm super late, but we have done, we are here talking and super happy for that. So yeah, Paul, we, I was saying, I was introducing yourself as one of the organizer or the organizer of the most important gravel rides in Europe. But I believe that probably you can present yourself a bit more, a bit better with more specifications, let's yeah. say. Maybe not as grand as that. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. That could be. Yeah, um, I guess gravel has been, has been a big part of my riding for since 2012, which was mm -hmm. the, the first time I went across to the US and did the Dirty Kanza. Um, obviously now the biggest gravel event in the world. Um, but before that, I've ridden whew, all, all kinds of bikes. I mean, it probably maybe 25 years now of riding mountain bikes, road bikes, BMX, anything with two wheels um, has always been my passion. So this, is, this brings me to here. Yeah. Yeah. But then at a certain point, you arrive to the gravel rides and everything. Why did you fall in love with it? You were bored about road riding or mountain biking, or you wanted something a bit more extreme or a bit more easy, or <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe not easy. Maybe just a, a fresh challenge. I, I've always been more interested and in probably more able to ride the longer distances, and never been really good at short cross country style races. I've definitely tried it in the past. Okay. Um, so I was always looking for longer things. So I'd go and do stage races like the Trans Portugal, um, other events like that. Uh, I'd be looking for for bikepacking events, anything really that was that was long. Um, but I think what I centered on was that I was really good at riding in one go for a long distance, and then gravel seemed to to kind of really facilitate this. So most gravel events are well over a hundred miles, uh, and you just do it in in one go you ride until you're finished so i think it, it just really appealed to, to the kind of riding that I, that I was looking for yeah yeah yeah. it makes really completely sense but if you can define maybe in uh, let's say three words three main characteristics um gravel rides gravel events gravel yeah spins that you have from time to time which one are the, the aspects that you like the most? We talked already about long distances and so not having much effort for a short period of time, but tell me something about tomorrow, I don't know. Maybe it's the adventure, maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think the word that you'll always see associated with gravel is community. Um, mm, okay. It's, it's important and it's really, a lot of events, other events do try and get involved and they build community, but for gravel, Especially in the US, this is this is how it all started. If you look at the big gravel events in the US, they're all centered around a town or you know, centered around a shop or, or something that there's a like a heart to an event. So if we're talking about Dirty Kansas, Emporia in Kansas, the town is the heart of Dirty Kansas and, and this is the community that, that supports it. And I think I was really impressed when I went there for the first time. You know, made some good friends. I mean, these are lifelong friends now that, you know. I will try and see every year. Um, but yeah, community is, is a good word to associate with, with gravel, riding, racing, whatever you want to term it. Okay. I was waiting, you mentioning also the beers. 
The bears, always the bear. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, but then at a certain point, you started also organizing this kind of event. What happened? So I think I'd done maybe one or two. No, yeah, two, two big gravel events. Um, and really, it was, it was still growing strongly in the US, but there was just nothing happening outside of the US. And I really wanted to do these events and I wanted other people to experience them. But obviously, there's a cost associated if you live in Europe to go to the US to ride all the time. Um, so I was kind of, I was coerced in, into to making some, some claims or some thoughts into a reality. So I guess the end of 2015 was when we really started thinking about a gravel event for the UK. Um, we just started to see the bikes coming through. So there, there, there was a kind of, there was definitely a gravel theme happening and it felt like a good time to start something. So yeah, mm. 2016 was the, the first year of Dirty Reaver. Yeah, because um, I was mentioning uh, the biggest um, ra- um, gravel events, at least in the Northern Europe, let's say. But yeah, if I can name some of those, is the Dirty Reaver, then Grinduro UK. Then we are talking about other formats pretty cool, that is the Distance and the Sun Blasted. Right. Yeah. And um, these are the most important ones. I want to talk about all of them, at least a couple of sentences. But I want to start from uh, the Dirty Rivier. What is it? How does it work? And uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, the, the third edition was two was two weeks ago now. Um, exactly. Fantastic. How does it look like that time? Um, how was it? You know, we can't. We plan for everything. The, the only thing we can't do anything about is the weather. So we always pray for a good day and, and we, we had an amazing day. You know, we've had such a long, long winter in the UK, so much rain and snow. And yeah, we had, you know, temperatures well over 20 degrees Celsius. It was, the weather really made a fantastic event for us. Great. But um, I mean, yeah, we, we're, we're building year on year. If we look at the first year, 2016, we had a little over 400 riders, which at that point in time was amazing that we'd, we'd come up with this, what was a fresh idea for Europe. Um, no one was really sure about gravel and we managed to convince 400 people to come and join us for a day in the, the borders of England and Scotland. Um, this year we were, we were up to a thousand riders. Wow. Um, we expanded. So yeah, we're getting, we're getting bigger. Yeah. 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 We're getting bigger. It sounds like really an amazing, huge event. 1000 people. That's great. Which one is the concept? behind the the dirt river the concept yeah yeah yeah. how does it work oh so it's i mean we started originally with a single loop which was 200 kilometers okay and then we in the year after 2017 we introduced the the 130 the dirty 130 so 130 kilometers yeah Uh, and we retained that format for this year so riders can choose they ride up pretty much they ride the same course up until a point and then the course splits 200 and 130 okay 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 so it's just a huge loop on uh, dirty roads it is a huge huge loop um if we look i mean the place where we hold it uh the start finish is a is a village called kilda the area is called the borders so it's an area that exists between england and scotland it's just a, a, a vast forested area just huge landscape um if you went on a on a weekend when the event wasn't on, you could probably ride the whole course, maybe not see a single person for twelve hours. Wow! So yeah, I can understand. And usually it gets muddy, or okay, apart this year that you told me that it was amazing weather. No, this is um this is the joy of gravel is that no matter you have a lot of water, but it doesn't really have wreak havoc with the surface. 
Um, okay. You know, it's it's if it rains, it's wet, but it's not. You know, it's not going to ruin your bike. It's still good. Yeah, because I heard a lot of good things about the Dirty River, and I uh, should be completely sincere with you. I didn't know anything about um, about it before than one month ago when Andre of uh, Chimbar told me, and then I start making my research and whatever, and that's why I arrived to you because. The only thing that I knew, actually, your organization, it was because of the Grinduro. Yeah. So. It's going to be the second or the third year this year? Grinduro UK is the second year this year. Yeah, the first year was last year. Yeah. Which one of the difference between the two events? What's the difference? Um, the, I mean, today, Riva is, isn't a race. We, we brand it as a challenge because of the, the route we use. We can't race on some of the sections. Um, Grinduro is, is, a, is a completely different format. It's... It's shorter, so maybe only 75 kilometers. Um, but within that, you have time stages which you race. So very much like a, a mountain bike enduro, but with a gravel uh, theme to it. So something they've been doing in the US now for a few years with Granduro in California. Um, and we were, we were super lucky to be able to bring that to the island of Arran in Scotland last year. And uh, yeah, my question here would be, as I was saying, I'm pretty... Uh... I'm more a roadie side, so I started last year just getting a bit more into the something different that only road racing, road cycling, sorry, that was the fixed gear. Now I completely put that on the side. I cancel it from my life. <laughs> And now this year I'm focusing a lot on climbing mountains. You know, now my main topic, my focus of this year is going to be the Etape du Tour. And uh, yeah, I was also fortunate enough to got chosen also for the Maratona. So this is going to be this year. But for next year, I'm trying also because I was, uh, I was uh, involved in some projects. And also I got a lot of information about gravel rides from Reagan. You were mentioning before from Andre, uh, even before from uh, Max from Podia. Everybody's talking to me about this gravel scene here so next year for sure i'm planning to start also on this side of cycling also because you mentioned it before it looks like the vibes and the community it's really active and it looks like a big family uh if i must choose for the first event of my career maybe to build a podcast about it which one would you suggest me uh, between the two the four formats we talk about dirty river and grinduro uk and the, you are also organizing the distance and the sunblasted but yes would, which one would you suggest me to say okay you need to start with this oh man, that's a tough question Ah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think that you have a piece of your heart. But I think if you, if, if, as an introduction, maybe Grand Jura would be a great place to come. Um, okay. Because, because you could ride at a much slower pace. You, you, the course is smaller. You would get, I guess, more involved with the guys out there while you weren't racing. Um, but I think you, it would be a precursor to really coming to Dirty River and then We would hope you would come in. If you're a road rider, you're used to riding long distances. I mean, gravel isn't super technical. We see a lot of guys coming from the road now into gravel because it's safer. There's there's no traffic to play with it in, on the gravel roads. So, yeah, sample grindura, but they're definitely you need to come and do Dirty River. Um, the distance in San Blas, they're a little different. And we can talk about those, but um, they, they really showcase what Focal Events as a company is all about, really. Okay. Yeah, because what's the sound blasted actually? 
Sandblasted is a beach race. So it has five kilometers on the beach, five kilometers off the beach, um, inspired by the guys in the Netherlands who are racing this this format all winter. And then there's another event in the UK called Battle on the Beach, um, a fantastic event by a friend of mine, Matt Page. Um, and we really wanted to, to do something very similar to that, but in a different part of the UK. Yeah, it sounds pretty, pretty uh, cool. Actually, I was reading the, the description before and... It looks like a lot of fun, small efforts. Yeah, it's tough. But for sure, super technical tracks. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough event. If you get a good a good tailwind on the beach, it's fine. But if, if it's a headwind, it's, it's some tough riding. Sorry for the interruption. I was supposed to ask him some stuff for the all events he organized that Paul organizes but I forgot the distance that's why at a certain point he stopped me and he told me look we need also to talk about the format of the distance super thank you Paul actually this is the answer without the question we can continue the distances so it takes place over two days we call it bikepacking with benefits the, f- the format was to create an event that was just as enjoyable for the guy who wants to do a shorter day as to the guy who wants to do an epic day. So what happens is you turn up at the start, you have the route to get to the first checkpoint. So you all ride the same route to the first checkpoint. Depending on what time you get to that checkpoint, then determines your next section of route. So, and this happens for another two checkpoints. So what happens is the faster you ride, the longer you go. So there is no quick way to get to the end because you just keep going longer. So the slower guys more often finish their day ahead of the fast guys. So you don't get that huge disparity where, you know, like fast guy is in, he's showered, he's had three beers, he's already had his food. And then the guy who's been out for 10 hours, who's really tired, you know, is coming into an empty campsite and, you know, nobody's there. So... This was a way of leveling the playing field. So what you have is everyone gets the overnight roughly at the same time. So then you have, we have a gin bar, we have good food, we have beers, we have campfires, we have good coffees. So this is like, this is the benefits part of the bike packing. So you have to carry your own stuff, your tent, your sleeping bag for the night, but we'll give you a hot meal. We'll give you a gin when you finish, you know, there's a bar. And then the next day, you take a more leisurely ride, everyone rides back to the start the same way. So that's the distance. Uh, talking a bit more about some uh, technical stuff and uh, yeah, talking about bicycles themselves. So the really technical thing, the nerdy thing, which one are the perfect bicycle for each of these events that you're organizing? Oh, well, I want to I wanna tell you, but then I don't want to get... I think what we try not to do is get too hung up on, on the bike itself. Um, I mean, I mean, people can use that as an obstacle or a barrier not to do something. Okay. You say that for any of our events, I mean, there's definitely the extremes of the cycling world that wouldn't be great, but you could probably still do it. Um, but I mean, okay, if, if I'm going to have to commit, I'll tell you the best of the best. Dirty Reaver, I think, is is definitely is is a bike that can accommodate a good wide tire, like a like a 45 over a 40c definitely because after a while it gets pretty rough out there you know the like the constant riding of gravel you really need something that's going to offer you some comfort 
Um, but there's some really long sections that, which are quite exposed, you know, that you, you're riding to the side of the forest, you're, you know, you're getting a headwind, you don't really want to be upright on a mountain bike. So drop bars, wider tire, dirty river would be good. Okay. Enduro is, oh, that's like a 50-50 split. I'd say the two fastest guys last year were like mountain bike and gravel bike. So really there's, like, there's nothing to choose there. Because you're only racing on distinct sections, you, you don't have a disadvantage of flat bars or drop bars. We put in a couple. We put in a really technical stage, which was great for mountain bikes. We kind of sucked on drop bars. Um, so yeah, grind is like is is anything goes really. Yeah, you'd you'd on one day you'd you'd be faster on a mountain bike. The other day you'd be gravel bike would be good. The distance. So if we're talking bikes, again, and anything you can kind of you can get your kit on. So if you can you can set up as a bike packing bike, whether that be a mountain bike or a gravel bike. Road bike is probably too rough for a road bike, but other than that, you'd be good. Wow, it looks like a huge bunch of uh, possibilities for people that like adventure on the bicycle and get out with, let's say, a bike and some friends and yeah. have fun. <laughs> That's what it's about, right? Yeah, exactly. Campfire, campfire stories. Great. All about. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really great to listen to this. You are convincing me every moment more to start this adventure with some of more gravels. But maybe you can do a bit more. Telling me about what you are usually, which kind of events you usually ride with gravels, let's say on the gravel side of the bike, and which one are going to be your challenges for this year, or which one were the biggest challenges of your, let's call it experience, I wanted to call it career, but it's not a career, experience with gravel rides and adventure on the bicycle. All right, so personally this year, I mean, I do, I split my time across a number of different projects. Mm -hmm. So I do some work. Uh, if I can say the brand, but for with 3T, uh, they have an Expedition 3 project, which is facilitating the exploration of, of new spots over a short period of time. So we take three days and we go and check out somewhere that we haven't ridden before. Um, so that's that's one thing I do. I've, I, I went to Morocco, then I went to Norway, completely polar opposite different trips. Um, and we just took some time to, to check out these new places. And then I went to Land Run, which was an event in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. um, Stillwater, Oklahoma, which completely defeated me last year. Destroyed my bike, um, destroyed my morale. Uh, okay. It was, yeah, it's, has this crazy red. If you ever Google search Land Run, like look at the images, there will be guys in horrible red mud, you know, just ruined bikes, ruined people. Um, oh, did you call it a long run? Land Run. Uh -huh. Land Run. Okay. One of the best events you, in terms of community and vibe and feel, one of the best events you'll ever go to. Okay. Without a doubt. But if it rains, brace yourself for a pretty serious day. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's probably the only event you'll ever go to where they give you a stick to scrape mud out of your bike in your rider's pack. Really? Wow. It can be useful then. It. <laughs> but that, it was good it was dry this year and i finished and that okay was great. so that was that was the start of my year and now i'm building to go back to kanza so it'll be my fourth dirty kanza um i can't wait can't wait to go back okay 
I've heard a lot of people that are going to participate to the Silk Mountain Road. This is the name, right? Wow, that is, that's an epic. That's yeah, really that's epic. New event for this year. That looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You're not planning to do it? No. That's uh, maybe too long. If I can't finish it in one go, <laughs> it's maybe too long. Okay, okay. And... Um, but you were participating. You usually participate to the event that you are organizing, or uh, no, never. Unfortunately, you cannot. No, yeah. I would love to. I think the Dirty Reaver course is. Having ridden it, is definitely one of the the best riding courses out there for gravel in terms of the views and just yeah the the places. Um, but unfortunately, no. And Grand Euro is the same. I mean, the Isle of Arran is is an exceptional place to ride a bike. I mean, anybody who gets to ride a bike there is very lucky. We cover most of the topic that I wanted to talk about, but we have some space. If you want to say, to add something else on what you want to tell to my audience, to your audience, to the audience that is listening to us today, you have the space now. <laughs> uh, I, th I think it's, it's like we've touched on the, the whole gravel theme, is, is not to get too hung up on, on the bike or the, you know, or whatever just to go and experience it you know it's such a diverse amount of people you know tackling these these really great events um it's it's such a good way of exploring new areas you know you buy get yourself a, a bike and just head out don't be confined by riding off-road or just road you know gravel facilitates everything really so yeah just get out there and do it it's yeah. so much fun so yeah much yeah. Fun. yeah which bicycle do you have that's a question uh, that I didn't... You think I only have one? <laughs> no, the, the, I, I was scared about this answer, I can tell you, because usually I ask to, my, uh, to the people that I interview, to the person that I interview, I usually say, how many bicycles do you have? But usually I got scared, because somebody tells me five, somebody tells me 12, somebody tells me I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, if uh, you want, we can start from there. How many bicycles do you have? I literally don't know. It's uh, not you know, you know. It's less than 10. <laughs> it's definitely less than 10. I, there's there's a mix i mean i spend most of my time on a 3t explorer it's a really cool bike but then also when i'm not riding that i'm riding a shand stushy which is a really great scottish brand again a gravel bike so i, I kind of mix between the two okay um yeah I have other bikes, but you know they're, they're the two that see the most attention. For okay, sure. okay. You have also a road bike or not? I don't right now. I am waiting for one. Yeah, but uh, the Explorer has is like a semi-slick tire. Okay. Really good bike. You can pretty, you know, it's road bike light, so you can go and do the club rides on that thing. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, I think we are done. You also added what did you want to add. For sure, I'm going to put all the links because you talked about a lot of events, a lot of stuff, and a lot of things that you're organizing, a lot of things that you are going to participate, and you participated already. I'm going to put everything here in the description below, but I really would love right now going out from the office. It's 5.30 Friday evening here in Berlin. So And to go out and do some, uh, some rides for sure. For sure, it's going to come also the time of gravel rides listening to the passion that you are putting in this description but also road one is going to be okay because the cool point of the time is to explore outside absolutely cool it was a pleasure paul no that's great thank you we will talk to you for sure soon and maybe we are gonna cross our tires somewhere <laughs> that sounds good that sounds really good
cool, man. Ciao, ciao, enjoy. Thank you. And thanks a lot, Paul. It was a pleasure to talk with you about all these events, for sure. For sure. I believe that we're going to meet in person for one event that is going to be organized in an amazing place for um, from amazing people. Probably we're going to talk about it soon and you're going to know something more about this event. We're going to talk about it. But for now, thanks a lot, Paul. And please, people, just follow Grinduro UK that is going to happen in July. More or less a week after, I'm going to do the Etap du Tour and you're going to see how cool is this event. And the to river next year i know a lot of people that to participate this year and they had a lot of fun so probably would be the perfect format for ah we'll see thanks everybody for listening to this episode and continue contact me on my email hello at calamaro.cc thanks for to anybody that already contacted me instagram.com slash calamaro cc my instagram account twitter.com slash the Raid Calamaro, my Twitter account, facebook.com slash calamarocc, and then Spreaker, spreaker.com slash listencalamaro. And go to Apple Podcasts and write Broom Vagoon. Then hit the subscribe button and suggest this podcast at least to one of your friends who likes bicycle or is potentially a bicycle lover. Please do it. Thanks to Wau, thanks to Isador, thanks to you. I'm going to talk to you next week, next Tuesday, as usual. Bye-bye.